Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Oof, you are in for a treat today. We've got an interview for you. And if you've ever had a crutch, you know, this thing that you lean on that helps you limp through life, it makes you high functioning, but not in the best way, really in a sabotaging way. And you're ready. You're ready to lay down this disorder, this chaos in your life that you've been hiding and put it in God's hands and step out and find out what's possible when you do that, this episode is for you. This is a testimony that is super powerful. So you're going to want to make sure that you listen all the way through. But before we dive in, there's a couple of things that you're going to want to know about. Number one, the Spirit Driven Success Life Coach Certification Program is starting super soon. You only have two weeks at this point to apply to be considered for enrollment. So you do have to be, uh, you do have to complete an application in order to be considered for this program. You can do so over at www.couragecode.org. That's also where you can join us for a live information session. We do them every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time, or you can also catch a replay. But you can click on the link in the show notes and you can get these details emailed to you and you can also complete the application. You do have to complete that application in order to be considered. But this is your window. (laughs) Heard it here first. So make sure that you move on that. If you are an aspiring life coach or even if you are an existing life coach that has been certified but you want to learn about spirit-driven entrepreneurship, you want to learn about kingdom influencing, you want to learn about how to bring your faith and prayer and the prophetic into your practice, this is different. What's happening here is different. So this is definitely something that this is the time to invest in if this is something you want to be a part of. And if this is resonating with you, www.couragecode.org or click the link in the show notes. And then secondly, next week, we do have a three-day challenge called Spirit Driven Entrepreneurship. So powerful. We're going to take it a day at a time, step at a time, a moment at a time, but it's going to be powerful. This is about how you can really approach your ministry, your life, really, and how you show up in the marketplace, not just in corporate America, not just at church, but out in the world, how you show up and how you really show up aligned and tracking with God and advance the kingdom. So this is going to be a powerful challenge. It is free. And you can get plugged into that over at www.couragecode.org under the free community or click the link in the show notes as well. All right, come hang out with us over in Courage Code. We've got so many free things that you can be a part of. And as you invest, of course, the value only increases. So make sure you plug in and take a look at what's available. We had a prayer call this morning. The replay is up with the notes that that in itself will bless you. We've got small groups happening three days a week and it just gets better. So come join us, www.couragego.org. All right, you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome Jess to God's Vibes. Thank you so much for having me, Juliana. I'm stoked to be here. Yes, it's so fun. So tell the folks a little bit about who you are, where you live, what you're up to. Who is Jess? (laughs) I am. Well, thank you. I'm so glad again to be here. I'm a mama. That's probably my favorite role right now is yeah. I got two little boys. They're seven and nine. Oh my and goodness. oh, there's such a riot. Like we just dressed up for Halloween and we were the Spider-Man. I don't know if you've seen Into the Spider-Verse. Have you seen it? No. Oh, it's so but I fun. need to it's... see a photo now. That was the first thing I was thinking. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I was the girl Spider-Man and there's like all these different Spider-Man from the oh. movie. 
So my husband was like the dad Spider-Man where he's got like a pink robe and a baby and the baby carrier and my little boy. Yeah. He was the punk Spider-Man. So yeah. So that's a mom world that I live in. Constant fun. ages two, seven and nine. It's a fun. fun. Yeah. So fun. Yes. So I'm a mama. I'm a wife. I've been married for 16 years. I'm married to a cop. So life is crazy. He's, he's awesome. He was on the SWAT team for nine years and yeah, we're in Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is a active city for law enforcement. (laughs) I'll just put it that way. You're like, we live in law and order and CSI. That's just what happens. (laughs) Yeah. I think at one point, like the cops show was asked not to come back because they had so many episodes, um, from our city that it was like making our city look pretty sad. (laughs) I know. I know. I love it here though. I was born and raised here. I left for college and then moved back and I love being here. There's a huge need in our city where there's, there's not a lot of resources. 48% of the population is, um, on Medicaid. And so we have a high, high need here in our city. So I'm here. God has me here for a reason and I'll be here as long as I'm supposed to be. I love it. I love it. And what are you up to there? What do you so do? I'm a, I'm a registered dietitian and I specialize in two things. So I specialize in eating disorder treatment and sports nutrition. And where I think I really love to work is actually when those two overlap a little bit and uh, working with all athletes. And I say the word athlete, but like you are an athlete if you move your body on purpose. So I'm not talking like just professional athletes. Anybody that goes and moves their body on purpose is an athlete. And, and then, you know, whether you had a diagnosed eating disorder or not, I think all women at some point have struggled with food and benefit from a lot of the the healing that can come with your food journey. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I love that too. Right. Like you don't have to be an Olympian. You just have to have some discipline and from totally. that reason, you're an athlete, right? Like, <laughs> totally. It's not easy to show up. <laughs> no, we don't give ourselves enough credit. Right. I love that. Such a good leveler. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So tell us too, we love talking about your God journey and your God story. So tell me a little bit about what your journey with God has been like. Have you always known God? How has that evolved? Love this question. So I was born and raised in the church and had a great upbringing and then went to college and just like took the left turn or I call it a detour. I took a detour (laughs) and you know, just I was not in my faith at all. Um, I was in a pretty like crummy relationship and God is so cool how he pursues us and he definitely pursued me. So I was really fortunate. I got to go study abroad in Australia. I had not opened a Bible in three years, like not once. And I'm in Australia, like, you know, I know nobody over there by myself. And I have a dream like two weeks in and God's like, you need to start reading the Bible again. So I just randomly woke up and it's funny. I like this was before we had Skype or phones that worked internationally. So I had to email my mom and it's hilarious looking back, like instead of going to the bookstore to buy a Bible, I emailed my mom from the other side of the world. I was like, can you send me a Bible? (laughs) I was so needy. Um, So yeah, I, I did end up going to the bookstore though. She was like, no, go buy one yourself. (laughs) Like I'm not saying. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I actually, I started reading the Bible again and God came back into my life. And honestly, ever since then, like 
it has been just so astounding what God has done in my life. I ended up graduating with a degree in biology and went back to school to become a dietitian. Oh, cause hold on sidebar. I miss a major part of the story. Um, I get so excited talking about God. I forget like, well, but I, I love, I want to highlight this. Like, I love that you wrote the email because you have it as a plot point of when you had an encounter with God, like you have totally. like a timestamp. So I love that. Like that's significant. I don't think it was just you being needy, but God wanting that to be a marker in your life. Yeah, totally. And it was, it was, well, so at that time too, I was actually struggling with an eating disorder. So I had bulimia okay. and, um, honestly, I didn't know it at the time. Yeah. I mean, eating disorders, I think are so insidious where you just kind of start, you know, it starts with a diet, starts with not liking your body and then it escalates. And at that point I was pretty deep in it, but I had no, no name for it because I hadn't lost any weight. I had actually gained weight. And so in my head, I was like, well, nothing's wrong because you know, I'm not, I'm not super thin. There's no cause for alarm. Um, so when he gave me that dream and I started reading the Bible again, it was like a switch. And I, I remember I was on the treadmill. Um, cause one of the, the behaviors I do is I would, I would go make myself work out to like, you know, pay for eating. Yeah. Um, so I'm on the treadmill after eating so silly looking back, but that's, that's what I struggled with. And I like get off and I'm just like, I hear God say like, you don't have to do this anymore. Like we're done. And I was done. I mean, I just completely, and that's how powerful I know God is, is he can flip wow. those switches. Now I did have some healing. Like I, I ended up going to therapy when I came back, I got plugged back into community and, you know, did a lot of work. So the journey was just starting at that point, Yeah. but it was a, it was a like light switch that a transition in my head when he came back into my life. So yeah, that's, and so I went back to school then after I did my own healing to become a dietitian to support people who struggle with food, which is what I do now. I love it. I love, and then how has God been, do you bring God into the work that you're doing now? Yes. Okay. So this is a good question. And this is, I'm in a little bit of a transition season. So when I started, um, I wouldn't say I was very direct about it. And not because I was afraid I've actually, this is kind of going off on a side tangent. Um, I've been married for 16 years and my husband, he was also born and raised in the church, like really, you know, solid church foundation for both of us. Well, he's a cop in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He's seen some things and he comes home one day and he goes, I don't, I don't believe this anymore. And he really had to go through his own journey. And the cool thing about it though, this has been, it's been quite a few years and he's still on his journey. Um, and, and God's, I I can see God working him, but I think the coolest part about it is God recognized that I, I was making my husband, my God mm. and came in and said, you know, I, I got, our God is a jealous God and he's going to pull down anything yes. that is above him. And so it was hard initially. I'm going to be super honest. It was really hard. Um, and I'll get to your question. It all relates to your question. Um, it was really hard when it started, but now I see God was just breaking down those barriers to rebuild us back up in a stronger, true, deeper relationship with him. So to answer your question, (laughs) when I first started, especially in the online space, Mm -hmm. I think I had such a sensitivity for where my husband was at in his faith journey that I wasn't in a space where I felt called to 
be so forthcoming with my faith, right? But as the last couple of years have gone by, I like can't not <laughs> talk I about love. it. <laughs> yeah, I can't not. So I call myself like a sneaky Christian. Okay. I had um one I had this one gal who recommended my podcast on Instagram. It was so funny. She was she's not a Christian. Okay. And she had shared it and she was like, you know, it's so good. She talks about the science of food and um, nutrition, but I just, I do want to let you guys know she's a little bit faith-based. Like she doesn't push it down your throat, but she will reference it. And in my head, that was a huge success because I was like, (laughs) I am a sneaky Christian. I'm sneaking it in, but not, you know, I'm able to speak to people that may not be um, just as deep in their faith at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I call it like covert, right? Or I was calling it being an energy ninja for a while. You know what I mean? Oh, I like like, that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, especially if you're in, which I was in a lot of like nonprofit, corporate, you know what I mean? Like you Mm -hmm. can't be out there just declaring what your faith is, but you can demonstrate it every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think for this season, that's where God really called me to be was like, be the light in the world. Um, but I'm, I'm feeling, I, we had talked a bit before, like in this transition to where season where I'm really, am feeling like to label it, like this is faith-based work that I do. And, you know, you don't have to be that way to come work with me, but Hey, if you are, we are going to pray over our sessions because we're doing that and doing it. I'm just not talking about it. Well, that, that is, I, I just feel like evangelism on you and that's sort of what it is, right? Like it's actually stepping out and being willing at every opportunity to declare why you hope like you do, why you have the faith that you do. And with your journey and what you just shared, right? Like God was a significant part of that. So for somebody that keeps getting on a treadmill and can't get off, they need to have an encounter to get off the treadmill. You know what I mean? Like that's a big deal. So just thinking that we can follow maybe a new program or a dieter that we can self-help our way is what I like to say. That would be deception, right? Because like God totally interceded in your life on multiple occasions that got you Mm -hmm. out of that, right? Mm -hmm. And I think to not share that as a major component of what works and how you got the freedom that you have, I think it's everything actually. Oh, absolutely. And uh, like I said, initially I was a little bit more shy about it, but now I'm just like, oh, it's a hundred percent my faith. Like a hundred percent. It did switch. I had to do some work afterwards for sure, but there was- this, this massive transformation. And like, you can just be done with the food stuff in one day. You can just put it down at the feet of Jesus and be done. I do believe that with all my heart. Yeah. And I was hearing the scripture as you were saying, right. It's the anointing that destroys yokes, right? So this yoke Mm -hmm. of being bound to something, this yoke of really being connected to the spirit of control, you know what I mean? Or this sabotage in a way, right? Like God mm-hmm. is like, no, we're not doing that. We're like giving you instant deliverance from that thing. And we're going to take you on a journey to make sure that you understand and recognize that you're whole. Like you don't need a crutch. You've got me. Yep. Yeah. Right? So good. So good. So good. Yeah. Like, I love <laughs> that from your journey. Cause I think that if we knew that sooner, we would be more willing to step out and find out for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. So I think there's something to be said about the joy that you carry and about your ability to make this feel inviting or possible for somebody mm-hmm. else. Like, Hey, I'm not going to just give you another routine. I'm not going to give you like a diet to follow or a right. regimen. Like I'm actually going to launch you into, 
I call it Holy Spirit boot camp. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I think like where I've, I, my sneak attack, right? The ninja. Yeah. I love the ninja uh, reference. <laughs> so my model is based on like value based health goals. Yes. And that's initially what I do with everyone, yes. you know, whether they're faith based or not. But inevitably, like our, our natural human values are looking for something that fill that Jesus shaped hole in our heart. Right. And so, um, yeah, I think that's how I was like starting to put it in. And then people would say like, you know, what are your values? And I have all these questions to help them, you know, identify, are these really the values I want to live out or were these imposed on me from my, my upbringing or culture, you know, are they the ones I want to be? And yeah. so that's kind of the doorway into it. But yeah, the ones that put faith on that value list, it's a different journey. It really is. Totally different journey. Yes, I love. So how did your journey with God lead you to what you do today in a very like unapologetic way? I'm curious about this because I feel like sometimes when we get down to just God in our life, right? Like he, he makes your mission clear. He makes your values or your priorities clear. He gives you almost like a new fervor and passion for life to be running with endurance after something that's better than what we could have come up with. So I'm curious what that process was like that made you sort of sold out to how you show up in the world. Yeah. So I think, you know, after I recovered from my eating disorder, um, I, it was like a little kid again, honestly, like with food and exercise, I was always an athlete. Um, And I was upset that like my disorder or I mean the enemy really, not just my disorder, right? The enemy stole that from me and turned it into a chore or a a way to abuse my body. And so after I had set all that down, it was like, I mean, you watch little kids when they play sports for the first time, or they eat a new food for the first time. They're so curious and like in it. I honestly felt like that's how I was. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm going to start running again, like outside without a watch and just like, see how fast I can run. Right. (laughs) Like so great. And then as far as food goes, I mean, going back to school, it really was hitting on, I think two gifts. God has given me one. I'm pretty nerdy. Like I really like science and think I get nerded out about research and um, the body and physiology. So nutrition is like this intersection between physiology and relationships. So it's, it's, but you know, originally I got my degree in biology because I wanted to be a, um, go into the medical field. And so I wasn't ready to give that up, but God's like, Hey, in the nutrition realm, like you can be in the medical field and have time to actually sit with people in the way that like I've created you to spend time with people. So good. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really so great. So yeah, I just fell in love with taking care of our, our physical body to the best of our ability, because I do believe that when we do that, it enhances our capacity, right. And it enhances our ability to serve God's mission. So I love helping people get back to this place of like, okay, how can I care for my body in a non-abusive, supportive, yes. realistic way yes. so that I can serve at the capacity God wants me to serve. So good. And what were the two gifts that he highlighted to you? So the nerdy, like biology side, the nerdy side of me, and then the relationship side, I I just, I love being with people. I have a terrible memory 
<laughs> like I can't remember, you know, what I did yesterday, but when I'm sitting one-on-one with someone, I can remember like intimate details of the conversation from six months ago, which that's a total Holy spirit thing. That is no way in my ability, but yes. locks it in my head. Yeah. So I love, cause that's teaching and that's like pastoral or like, shepherd, mm-hmm. right. Mm. And there's probably like a huge gift of not just teaching has still like a lot of administration connected to it, but then also encouragement. What I love about encouragement, right. It's like pouring this courage into people all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is so, so powerful because we just had a little bit more of that. We would do way more. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the things I'll encourage women on, you know, it's, I'm like, Oh my gosh, how did they not see it? But we don't give that to ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves that sometimes we just need someone to say, Oh my goodness. Like you got up, got the kids dressed, took them to school and then went and worked out. You know how amazing that is. Right. Like, like hashtag winning. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. I mean, people are like, well, I didn't go four times. It's like, Oh my gosh, but you went once, you know, like that in and of itself is incredible. And I think that's probably the athlete perspective, right? Like what athletics did you do? What were your, I did sport, um, soccer and track and basketball. I love, what was your track? What was your race? The hurdles and the four by two. So fun. I did, um, track and gymnastics. So cool. very cool. <laughs> I was What'd like, you do for gymnastics? My, my favorite was, um, vault and floor. Those are my faves. Okay. Just That's anything awesome. you can like run and throw yourself into the air. Basically. <laughs> can you still do some of it? I can't like you take me to the trampoline park. It'll be, it'll be a good time. (laughs) That is incredible. I am so into CrossFit now and I love the gymnastics part. And my goal is to be able to just do like forever handstand walks by the time I turn 40. I love, I love it. So So, I love about it. it. Like you can run yourself in a trampoline park, but you land in like a foam pit. You know what I mean? So you really true. can't hurt. You're not like relying on landing on your feet. Like you're good. Like if you land sideways, you're fine. Like it's great. That's but, awesome. <laughs> I want to see you do that. Yeah. So, but well, I was thinking about this, right? Because being trained as an athlete, especially like those two, even that I mentioned or, or that you mentioned, right? You get it in your head that if you just push harder, if you just like almost bully yourself more, if you just like keep hustling, if you just keep training, like you just keep doing that, you'll get better. But you never then get to experience what it's like to surrender or to trust or to reflect or to heal or to like just slow down. Yes. Like you don't get to experience that side. And I have found personally, maybe you can speak to this too, that in doing that, I do so much better with encouragement than Mm -hmm. bullying. I do so much better when I can actually appreciate what's going well, or when I can celebrate like small wins, like that actually gives me energy. It gives me Mm -hmm. life and like momentum to keep going. The other stuff broke me. You know what I mean? Like it kind of was like slowing me down or stalling the process or making it way harder. It brought so much resistance that I don't think was necessary. So I'm just curious if you can speak to that too. So many people that's still they grow quote unquote. And yeah. that's what they listen to. But I'm like, if you actually learn to listen to maybe gentleness, right? You might experience something totally different in your life. Absolutely. Well, and I think it's hard to let it go because at some point that grit serves us, right? It's yes. what gets us to push ourselves. And that is yes. like the competitive athlete edge. And there's yeah. definitely a time and place for that. So I have this motto 
that I love to talk about. It's grit, grace, and glucose. Like those are the three things that we need. (laughs) G cubed. We need the grit. Like you don't want to get rid of it. Like that's a, I like to highlight that as maybe like an encouraging part of who we are, you know, it's, but it's one end of the spectrum and we have to hold the other end of the spectrum too, which is the grace. And like the story of God is all about grace and forgiveness and trusting that, you know, we'll do our part, but then God's going to do his part. And that's, that's the grace piece. And then of course the glucose, because I mean that literally and figuratively, like literally we need glucose, (laughs) but also figuratively we need nutrition and like solid fuel, actual fuel to get through our life. I love it. (laughs) G cubed. Yes. (laughs) So good. So good. So what is your favorite part about what you do right now? Mm, That's a really good question. My favorite part. I love, love when I can get in that intimate space with a person one-on-one and they feel safe enough to share with me some of the things they say to themselves and let it go. Because so often, I mean, we say the meanest things in our head about our body, about who we are, and we never say it out loud to anyone, but there is so much power in like not letting it fester in your head, saying it out loud, saying it to someone else and like letting it go. And so I love I love it when someone feels safe enough to tell me that and then like open enough to hear that that is a lie and that it's not true. Yeah. You just literally see like chains fall off of them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's so powerful. And then the coolest part about that is when those chains fall off, like the things they can do for the world. So my podcast is called fuel her awesome. Yeah. And it's all about like I believe every single woman, well, human, not just women, but every human has this awesome instilled in them or the gift God has given them. And in my world, especially it's like those, that body bully, that internal body bully and our hangups with food, they eclipse our ability to express that awesome that God gave us. So So I like seeing that come off, seeing the awesome revealed. We, it's funny, right? When you get around people, you start getting their phrases or their mannerisms or, you know what I mean? You start sort of looking like them. We use the word human over here. So I just, I love like it. Humans, you know what I mean? We talk about humans all the time. So it's really, I fun. love it. Love it. Like it's true. You're human, right? Yes. Yes. I love it. So where do you sense that God is leading you now? Mm. And you can share from I, that you're comfortable sharing, but yeah. I think, so I've been running my podcast and coaching virtual practice for about two and a half years now. So I still feel, I feel like I'm kind of a baby in the online and virtual space. Um, And it's been, I mean, he has just like poured so much blessing into it. I still can't believe I have a podcast or a website because I have no idea. Like he just put the right people in my life to help me at the right time. Yeah. And it's been such a blessing and to meet women all over the world, but I can definitely feel like I was telling you a little bit about this. Like I'm in a transition season where he's like, we need to shake up how you're serving this. Um, I think I'm moving away from the sneaky Christian. Like, I think I'm going to go all in. (laughs) I do think that's (laughs) one of the that. I feel like that's accurate. (laughs) Yeah. I can't not. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah. So I think there's just some of that. And it's just so cool how God moves like throughout every, every faucet of my life. Right. Like I feel that in my business, I feel it in 
my, I see it in my husband and his walk. I see it in my kids. Like there's, he's just, yeah. So I think he's just pulling us closer. I love, I love, I think that it's so interesting, right? That you create these safe and sacred spaces for people. So it's so important that the right people could be drawn to you and that you could experience the intimacy and the closeness and know that literally for yourself by personal experience, Mm -hmm. what that looks like, what that feels like, how it works every time. Right. Like, I think that that's really important, but it's almost like God wants to take you out of anything that you are doing that is playing safe. Like, yes, create safe spaces, but in any way that you're playing safe, that's what needs to kind of be shaken or blown up. Right. Cause totally use the safe space. And it's like for, for the places that are necessary for you to be. And for the things that God wants to do in this time, it's like, we can't be committed to playing it safe. Like we have to be willing to launch out with him. So good. Yes. And be the safety net, right? Like let him be like, I got this. Just Mm -hmm. follow me. Just trust me. It'll work. Yep. Yeah. It's so funny you say that because so some of these transitions, I can definitely hear God saying like, okay, Jess, are you really going to trust me? Like you talk about (laughs) trusting me in all these other areas. You tell all these other people you work with to trust the process, trust me. And he's like, but are you going to trust me? And I can feel that. I'm like, yes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, am I? Like, I think that those are, those are encounters too, right? Like they're these really it's a destiny shifting moment, a definite destiny, like life altering moment where you get to decide, right? Like mm-hmm. God will say, Hey, I've got all of this for you. Like I've got all this more queued up for you. I've got all these good plans that I prepared in advance that you might walk in them, but do you want to? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're like, you gotta walk, right? You gotta start. Yeah. You're like, do you, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you'll start to see yeah. all of the ways that you're not. And that becomes the work, right? Like releasing mm-hmm. things, letting go of things, stepping out into new things where you don't feel qualified. I love that you were saying, right? Like I kind of feel like a little kid or I almost feel like a baby in the online space. Yeah. The beauty of that is that you are humble, right? You're dependent. Like it's, it's not necessarily years that make you great, right? Like there could be people that have been in that space for years that I don't know that they're necessarily effective or that they're even doing what they're called to do. They just have gifting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And gifting isn't the same as anointing, right? Or is it not the same as impact? So I think to give you some encouragement on the time frame, (laughs) (laughs) right? Right. With God, he operates outside of that and his Mm -hmm. mission isn't bound to time. Totally. That's so good. Thank you for that. I'm taking yeah. that in. I feel yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And then that way too, it's like, okay, because we can get stuck in, I have to go get better. I have to go pursue more. I have to just, you know, learn oh, all these yes. things. Right. But then yes. it's like, how much of that are you actually sharing and teaching and sewing and contributing and pouring into people? Because you can keep doing that. Right. But if it just stays with you, what impact do you really have? Right. Oh, I love that. that- that was actually something that God really grew in me at the beginning of the year is like this core belief of like the not enough syndrome, right? Like, I think that's where it's first surfaced in my eating disorder. And while it's not as loud for sure, and it's healed, there were still remnants of it. And um, I have a great psychologist. I believe in therapy. I love therapy. Yeah. I go yeah. like once a month to, I, we go for a walk down by our river. It's my favorite day of the week or of the month. but anyways, what a my, fun therapist. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> she's so amazing. But she was like, 
Jess, there's this core belief and we all have like core beliefs and core beliefs are really hard to transition. But one of the things we can do is not validate it. And this was like mind blowing to me. And she was like, so next time you're feeling like you're not doing enough, instead of validating that by doing more, I want you just, just like, just, just don't. And like, just let God do his thing. And it was kind of weird at first, you know, to not be my normal self of like, okay, I got to do this next thing and plan all these goals, which I still do, but just not to like the, maybe the, um, with the same level of urgency, Totally. you know? So anyways, I just thought that was so powerful. And what's cool is he helped heal that in me. And that has shown up so much in the work I'm doing with people now, right. That they're like, well, this is the not enough syndrome. We just can't validate it. We just have to find ways to not validate it. Oh my gosh. And this is going to be fun for you. I don't know if you've ever done this. Have you ever looked up your name meaning? I have not. Oh my God. Okay. This is, this is going to be so good. So your name, your name means the Lord exists or gift of God. Ooh, where do you look this up? Yeah. So prophetic ministry, right. Is all about hearing and receiving from God, right? Because my mm-hmm. sheep know my voice, other voices, they will not follow. And all can prophesy, all can receive information from God. So when you start looking into name meanings, you could do a Google search and just pull up the meaning of yeah. the name, Jess, Jessica, right? Or different meanings of that. But when you start putting that through God's word and what he says about you, right? It's like, okay, God has given you this gift to reveal to people that he is real. Mm-hmm right? He's made you this unique expression of him, right? Mm -hmm. That is a safe space to bring people into encounters with him or to experience Mm -hmm. his presence for themselves, right? So just for you, when you're thinking about next and being more overt versus covert with your life, like really think about that. Like that's part of your identity. That's part of your destiny. That's part of your call, right? So it's so powerful to think about it from that perspective. Yes. Yes. So good. <laughs> I love it. Wow. So yeah. Like, cause it's just to me, when you think about what's, what's next to like, what are the ways that, you know, like what, what gifts think about it that way? What gifts have you received from God? And like, mm-hmm. how have you discovered in your own journey that he's real by personal experience? Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's yeah. part of how you testify. That's part of how you share, but that's part mm-hmm. of the gift that you bring to people, not just your nerdy, science self, <laughs> not just your passion for life, not just your heart to serve well, but you also bring layers and layers of mm-hmm. knowing God. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that's right. When you think about giving people gifts, what could that do for them? Yeah. Oh, so good. So exciting. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I rebrand Right. As a Christian, full on Christian podcast, right? <laughs> Literally, right? Like it's just when you live your whole life, like personally, I didn't come from faith, right? So when you live your whole life without God, right? And then you start mm-hmm. encountering him, you're like, what have I been doing? You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, holy cow, yeah. you know, so like, much possible for you. So much. I know. And that's the part that when he came back into my life and I've seen like the anointings and the blessings and and the resiliency. I mean, that's the other thing. It hasn't been all sunshines and rainbows. There have definitely been struggles, but God has been there in the struggles. And that's something that I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how could I not have this? How can I not talk about it? Yeah. 
And I just think of what's released, right? Faith is released through testimony. So I can just picture mm-hmm. like people in the privacy of their homes, like giving these disorders over to God. God, I don't mm-hmm. want this anymore. This is ruining my life. This is stealing life from me. It's too heavy for me. Take this from me, right? And like waking mm-hmm. up without it, right? And then wondering like, was that real? And you'd be like, yes, it was. Yes. Here's why. You know what 100% I mean? 100% it was real. There's yes. Space to be able to process how awesome that is. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> how how life changing that is and how to live that out, right? When you have a very real, that's like a deliverance encounter. When you have a real encounter mm-hmm. like that, you're forever changed. But then it's like, how do I live that change? Yeah. Yeah. No. So they need so people good. walking with them to be doing that. And like, what a gift that you can constantly remind them of that. Uh, well, thank you. I mean, thanks to God for giving that to me. <laughs> I mean, but I'm so here for it. Like that is to like have the honor of walking that journey with women and, and men is just humans. <laughs> is humans. So humans. <laughs> I, I'm so here for it. Yeah. And I think that's what the world is really hungry for. They want to know that God is real, that he exists for them, not just Mm -hmm. for other people, not just for the special ones or like the qualified ones, whatever that means. Like we put these weird boxes on things, right? But I think when you know that God is accessible and that he's pursuing you more than you could ever even desire, right? Like that changes your life. It changes how you show up, what you pursue, everything. Totally. Everything. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, it's a I mean, lot I just where like people are, they're going to have questions, right? Kind of like what I'm thinking of is the example with your husband. Like I've seen so much, like how could God be real when this is happening? But it's yeah. like, you're that pillar. That's that reminder of like, no, nah, he's real. <laughs> he's totally real. Well, right. that has been, we just hit on like some of the, you know, just the few points where God's been in my life, but it's been so much more than that. And Fun. like with my husband's journey, it's been so cool. Like, yeah, I mean, he, it, the way, like I was raised, so I was raised, um, my dad, he was actually atheist until about age 35 and his faith is so cool. And so he always left space for me to ask those hard questions, the really hard ones that even some of them, I don't have answers to. And I just talked to God real honestly about where I'm like, I don't, this doesn't make sense to me. God help me understand this. And if I don't like, I still surrender it to you, but right. I'm just going to tell you, um, you know, he, I think he can handle those questions. Totally. So I was raised that way. And I, it's so cool because that mentality and that space my dad gave me is exactly what my husband needed. And because I was able to pass that on to my husband, I mean, he, he's in a great space now, like his journey is definitely not done, but when he comes to church with me, we're praying together again. Like God has healed so much in his story. And a lot of times he says, it's because you gave me that space to explore and see just like, is God as real as we say he is? And I always said yes and left space, but like, again, this is where God's so cool like he had predestined that, right? Like he knew my dad needed to experience that to give it to me so that I could give it back to my husband. Amazing, right? Like that's like even now faith, right? Even now when I'm experiencing all of this stuff, I still choose to go, even if I don't know or fully mm-hmm. believe or fully understand, like that's even now, like despite yes. what I'm seeing, I'm still willing. I'm still Absolutely. willing. I'm still going to seek. And I know that God is going to see that and he's going to reward that, right? He rewards mm-hmm. those who diligently seek him. Not that Absolutely. they're, you know, degreed, <laughs> not right. that they're certified, not that they have all the answers, like they're diligently seeking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he will show up. Like yeah. you keep looking, ask, seek and knock, like he will Absolutely. open those doors. 
every time, every time might just be in different ways than we expected. I love, I love, come on. Oh my gosh. We could, we can probably talk forever, but I promise you. (laughs) So the question that I have for you is many, many years from now, right? When you're leaving the earth to go be with the Lord, right? You can't take your bodies of work with you. So you can't take your business. You can't take, um, you know, your podcast, you can't take what you create, right? But you can leave a word of encouragement or a statement that would change somebody's life. What would you tell them? Oh, that's a good one. I would hands down say you are loved. Like you are, as you are in the body you're in, in the situation you're in, in the lifestyle you're in, like you're loved. That And that's what grace is. There's yeah. no questions asked. It's unconditional and I think when we can accept that love, that's when we start to feel like we're worthy of, of living a better life, of leaving the world a better place than we found it, of serving others. But we have to first be able to like receive love in order to give it to others. So yeah, it would just be, you are loved wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, whoever you are, you are loved. Yeah. So simply yet profound. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that could be said so often that we just miss how true that is but I love what you said you have to actually receive it or agree with it and Mm -hmm. then really start aligning with what does a loved person do in the world and start being about it and then like that tells you how to show up right like if I really 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 believe that I was loved like deep in the core of my being how would I live Mm -hmm. absolutely well and I think here's like a little litmus test for it is how do you accept compliments so if somebody says to you like, oh my gosh, you're, you're, I love, you know, whether it's, I love your outfit or I love how you coach that game or whatever it is, how do yeah. you accept them? Cause if you reject them right away, I think there's like some disconnect on feeling and accepting love. It's like, there's, there's a part of us that doesn't believe we are worthy of mm. that compliment. And yeah. so that's always my little litmus test with people of whether or not they like fully buy into it. And if not, like, that's okay, but maybe that's, a sign that we do need to open like up our hands and surrender and say like, thank you for this love, God. I am loved. I feel you. And I'm going to try to feel you on a deeper level. Yeah. And I think that you're speaking to, too, like, you know, people say, what does God say about you? What does God say about you? Sometimes to the point of being annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, yeah. but yeah. I think it's really interesting. It's like, what if your identity was a loved daughter, a loved mm-hmm. son? Like I'm living like a loved one right? Like mm-hmm. I am living like God's favorite. Like I'm living like God's loved one. Like God yeah. loves me. Like, I think when you live like that, then you're not worried again. Like that'll break off of you. Like this people pleasing or these conditions mm-hmm. and these pursuits that are out to prove that you're significant. Like you don't run that way anymore. Your race is different, right? Yeah. Loved you run differently. Yeah. It's, it changes everything. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not about you anymore. It's no. not even about being good enough or no. it's just like, Oh, I am loved just because, and I'm going to now share that with other people. Yeah. I love that message. Oh my gosh. I am so grateful for you. I'm grateful for your story, your journey, all of these gems that you've shared with humans. Thank you for being here. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me. <laughs> and how can people connect with you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Jess Brown RD. And then I host the fuel her awesome show, which you're going to be on here shortly. <laughs> and so um, that can be found on any podcast platform. I love it. Well, thank you so much. You're a joy. I appreciate you. Thank you, Juliana. Listen, if you are not plugged into courage co yet, what are you doing? 
Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free, for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.